Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer. And since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Stories shared on God and Our Dogs bring aha moments. We begin to see ourselves from God's perspective. You can find us at GodandOurDogs.com and on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at GodandOurDogs. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Bill Fisher is our guest today. He's the retired president and CEO of Cisco Central Texas, and that's the food company. Bill is passionate about God, his family, and friends, as well as the causes he cares about. He is one of the most energetic and committed people I know. His dogs even pick up on just how much he cares, introducing Bill as their loyal companion. Bill Fisher, welcome and thanks so much for joining us today on God and Our Dogs. Thank you, Meg. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, well, you've had dogs your whole life, but I'd like to talk a little bit about the dogs that you've had more recently as a dad. And as an adult, I guess you could say, because you had one of them before you became a dad. So can you tell us a little bit about Shelby, Casey, and of course, that cute little Zoe? I sure would. Well, to start off, Shelby was actually the first dog that Deanna and I had together. We were recently married and actually moved into our first house, and it was time to have a dog. And Mm -hmm. I had always had German Shepherds, and and so Deanne was very cognizant of that. And she always liked little dogs, but we had, she surprised me for my birthday and bought Shelby. And sweet Shelby was just the prettiest little German Shepherd and little puppy. Same time, we knew uh, Deanne was actually uh, pregnant with second son coming and thought it would be a good idea. Um, German Shepherds are so nurturing and such good and loving pups so it was a really neat time to have a dog and us to share in that together and add to our family as we were having one more coming Mm -hmm. so what a blessing so what was shelby like 
Well, Shelby came into uh, came to us, I think, a couple of months old at the time. And so it was a learning at the same time, teach our, our oldest son at the time how to take care of a puppy. So uh-huh. there was a lot of training involved, um, uh, potty training and outdoor stuff. So it was a learning experience for all of us, uh, mm-hmm. adding a dog into a, a family atmosphere together for the first time. Um, Shelby was just so sweet. She was so, you could tell from, even as a puppy, she was uh, just very close to and nurturing and it was almost like having a second mom there. Wow. Just watchful over the, chi- over the children. And especially when our second son was born, she was very protective and very watchful, which is kind of what German Shepherds are known mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to watch her and be so nurturing and, again, like a second mom. And Deanne treated her that way so that she was the watchdog. Mm-hmm. And watchful when the kids were, you know, she would stay with those kids and not leave with her. If she mm-hmm. was doing something in the house, she would stay with the children and well, watch the neat. children. Well, you know, sometimes when you've got a lot of kids, you, you wonder, how am I going to keep control over all the kids? And so I hadn't thought about having a dog being an assistant. Right. <laughs> so that's what right. Shelby ended up doing. Right. Well, tell me a little bit about Casey. Well, Casey was really one that we we had decided at the time. We had lost Shelby, unfortunately, and we decided our next dog was going to be a golden retriever. And Mm -hmm. golden retrievers are just, you know, their sweetness and they're just so nice. And this dog was just as gentle and as quiet and as nice. And it it would be funny to say that a a golden retriever turned into a lap dog, but this dog would wants to be in your lap and wants to be with Mm -hmm. you and connected to you constantly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we have a golden retriever and Yes, she she thinks she's a lapdog. <laughs> <laughs> so I smile when I think about Case because um, Case became very attached with the children too. It, when we got Casey, we actually had four boys, and oh boy. they were little at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, in between all ages, they were still. There was one teenager, and the rest were young, and mm-hmm. so the boys really gravitated to her and mm-hmm. really learned a quietness and a, a stillness and a listening. Now, when she went outside, she was a different pup. She would be after. You know, like golden retrievers do, they're out there hunting dogs. But on the inside in the house, she was just quiet and watchful and listening, but always stayed close to the children, which reminded me quite a bit of Shelby. That must have been reassuring to have that nature still present in the house with your dog. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there was a learning curve there also with Casey on on learning to to be around a quiet and reserved and listening, you know, watchful dog that was very quiet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did you end up from going from big dogs to going to your little Zoe? <laughs> well, Deanne had been on me for a while about getting a little dog. I'm like, no, I've always had German Shepherds and big dogs. That's what I you know, and, and so I broke down um, for Mother's Day and surprised her. And one of my sons and I went and picked up uh, a Shih Tzu. Mm-hmm. And that's what she had always wanted. She just thought they were just absolutely wonderful little dogs. And well, what comes with that is usually they're, they gravitate towards one person. And mm-hmm. so obviously that, I thought, well, oh, that'll be okay. She'll be, that'll be her dog. Mm-hmm. And we got her and it's just the most beautiful little pup that I've that I've ever seen. And uh, not that I don't love my German Shepherds and the Goldens, but the Shih Tzus are just beautiful and wonderful little dogs. And we got her and really learned to see a whole different side of, of a small animal. Describe how that is different. 
so many ways you you have a big dog that uh, each one of those dogs would you know they're busy around the house they barrel into you when you're outside they're off they're rambunctious and mm-hmm. this is a very quiet and more of a listening and loving animal than mm-hmm. the rambunctious and kind of wild and running big dog that you're used to so did zoe have a challenge fitting into a family <laughs> with four boys considering that nature of hers it, well you know what i think it really affected her she became very busy because the boys were busy and they were in with little boys especially little mm-hmm. boys they pick her up a lot and so she learned how to be very uh, open to um, boys playing with her and being a little bit rougher than mm-hmm. normal and so she had to learn with her nurturing and very quiet and listening and lapdog side she had to learn how to be on her feet and on her toes mm-hmm. all the time because these boys were picking her up and, and doing things with her constantly so yeah. as she was uh, growing was she in the middle of things or was she kind of more towards Deanne and you? Uh, she was more towards Deanne at the start. Uh-huh. And then I began to take her with me and it really changed where I began to take her with me and uh, she rode in the truck with me. She would do jobs with me where I was working outside after I retired and we have another property up north and we would go to work up there and she's right there next to me. So she really learned and Deanne teased me about um this dog, you've turned this little uh, sweet little dog into a tomboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think of a Shih Tzu as being a tomboy. <laughs> uh, right, right. Put a bandana on her and put her to work. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's <laughs> fun. Um, so, in a, in, a, in a way, she ended up being a little bit more of a big dog character. <laughs> right. Yeah, very much so. And I think by design, she had to be. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine them, her standing in the middle trying to keep control of all four boys right. and you and <laughs> Yeah, at the same time. And me at the same time, yeah. right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Tell me a little bit about how that faithfulness and that trust ended up playing out with all the three of those dogs in your family. Yeah, I think that there was an obvious, when you think about the trust, that one of the reasons why we, the German Shepherd was brought into the mix was because I traveled a lot in my, in my job at Cisco and was gone sometimes. And so the trust was that there was another dog there to protect and to watch mm-hmm. and nurture. And Shelby, that's what she, Shelby was. Mm-hmm. I mean, a protector and a nurturer. Um, Casey was really, I just felt like just such a, a security of, for the kids and a, and a close, wonderful, loving companion. So really felt that with, and, and Zoe really has been through some experiences with Deanne and I. We had both through some uh, medical situations years ago, mm-hmm. um, but I really learned and, and saw a very a very loving and nurturing when you're going through a tough time with Deanna and I at different times had gone through uh, where she stayed close to us and next to us um, and really was just close and just knew that there was not something not right and when we were both going through some different sicknesses that and she was there what a blessing mm-hmm. just with just us. had that intuition correct correct mm-hmm. and just really watched over both of us during that time and, and would stay close to that person to Deanne or me during that time frame mm-hmm isn't that interesting how she kind of acted as a protector a little bit in, in that situation as well with both of you? Right, mm-hmm. right. It really just used the word faith. Mm-hmm. And it's just so evident in the way that she would stay close to Deanne when Deanne had, was going through her situation and then meet with mine and just was so close to us and just stayed very close to us and just nurturing, loving, and just talk about a loyal companion that just knew. She just knew. Well, we're here with Bill Fisher and he's telling us about about his three family dogs who were all different, but in so many ways, a lot the same with the way they interacted in your family. It's really neat. Well, Bill, before we talk a little bit more about what you learned about God from your dogs, I want to tell our uh, our folks 
about one of our sponsors today, and that is Kendall County Abstract. Kendall County Abstract has been our family's title company for 60 years. Whether a simple or complex transaction, Kendall County Abstract provided our family and our businesses with the best service in both real estate closing and title insurance. Kendall County Abstract will do the same for you. When you need a title company, Ashley and the Kendall County Abstract team are there to serve. Call 830-816-2131 or visit online at kcac.net. Well, God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it's a $100 Amazon gift card. Go to our website, GodInOurDogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's GodInOurDogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. This is Ashley, and this is God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer here on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. We are back on God and Our Dogs, and this is Meg Greer, and we're here with Bill Fisher, who is the retired president and CEO of Cisco Central Texas, and that's the food company that we're all so familiar with. Before the break, Bill told us about his family dogs, Shelby Casey and Zoe. And each of those dogs played such a special role in his family. Shelby and Casey and Zoe were in the middle of everything, but they still were those protective and faithful family friends. So, Bill, it's been so much fun hearing about these three dogs. Where did you see God play out in your relationship with them? Well, you know, it was easy to see when you look at animals that you say don't speak back to you, but they really are. And you can see and just see it unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And we all know our connection and the blessing that we have from God is love. And the opportunity that we have to share that love with others is that gift that he's given us. Mm-hmm. And, and we see it every day. And I think really God's open door for us is to love others to, and, and not just, you know, passionately share with our family, but with those around us, those beings around us and, and our animals, especially our, our dogs. And I, I really began to see that in our dogs is that unconditional love, whether it was nurturing, protecting, mm-hmm. faithfulness, companionship, they're always a friend. They're always happy to see you. They walk in the door and they're just right there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, guess what? That's our connection with our Lord, Jesus yeah. Christ. It's so true. And sometimes we take those kinds of things for granted, don't we? We do. We do. I think it, particularly for me when I was busy and, and, you know, when you're running a company and you have a, you have to have a multi-track mind, but at, at the time when you're busy and you're working, I mean, it was tough sometimes, and you're staying engaged in, in what you do and what you're passionate about. But I think I stopped and I really learned more about uh, after, after I was saved, particularly I, my wake-up call was there's a great opportunity here to connect, and there's so much going on around you, and this love that you're receiving from these animals and from your family and these friends, you need to open up to that. And, and mm-hmm. 
So that door really opened, and I felt so blessed mm-hmm. just to see touch that you have with your animals. And again, unconditional love. That's true. And the time that you spend with with the dogs, that really has an impact too, doesn't it? Oh, it does. It does. I am I am so passionate about it. Every morning I have a ritual, and, I, and Deanne knows it, and I know it, it, it. I get up in the morning, and there's a shared time, and I, I read my Jesus Calling, and guess who's sitting next to me? I bet Zoe. <laughs> I bet Zoe. And so it's really funny, and Deanne just smiles. She'll walk by, and she'll see us, and that's my quiet time and, and my opportunity, my time to be with God, but Zoe is sitting right next to me, and she just, that's her norm, and, and so we sit reading Scripture together, and, and it's just our time together, which mm-hmm. is really neat. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. I yeah. just, I think it's very cool. Did you see some business applications? You talked a little bit about as you're developing your business, but how did you see that relationship and what you learned from your dogs play out in your business life? Really, that's a very good question because in, in business, when you're running a company, you're, you know, you're, you're responsible. And this is a corporate entity, so there's stockholders. And so you're responsible for a lot of people, a lot of families and getting the job done. And I think what I really learned was how to open up and there was a sort of unconditional love that for your uh, your co-workers and your friends and I really learned that an, an opening and I'll take you back to Max Lucado and David Robinson when we were I, I did some it was at Bible study mm-hmm. um, and this is many years ago and I learned it, we were sitting at a table with other CEOs and business owners and comment was it's not about you it never will be about you and so it's about others and so I really was a great awakening to me to share with and open up with my coworkers and, and the people that I worked with because it's not about me. It's about them. It's about their families. It, it is about the business, but I really learned to open up and management by walking around and open up with the people, learn more about their families and, mm-hmm. and how they were doing and what their goals were in life, what their passions were in life, and, and obvious opportunities to share the gospel together and learn about what their passions were is, is and, and so it was, it was really neat. I mm-hmm. learned a lot from it at, yeah. that, at a time. It almost seems counterintuitive to the normal way you think about running a business. Yeah, it, it is because business can, is very serious. And when you work at, in corporate America, it, 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 it is serious. And at the same time, if you can draw closer to the people around you and, and they draw closer to you, you find that, that that connection takes that business and it turns it into an entity that of trust mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a compassion mm-hmm. and there's an empathy and there's a connection, much like we have with, with God. Mm-hmm. And so um, I really learned and woke up to the fact that, the, that these, are, these are my friends, they're my family. And that connection is just as important as my family at home. And if you treat them that way, guess what? That connection just opens up and makes that business run smoother. And, and, and Cisco Central Texas was a very successful entity in, in the Cisco companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think for that reason. Yeah. Because there was a trust and a connection and an unconditional love of each other. I can see um, how that may have happened there after hearing about your relationship with Zoe, because that didn't start out as a relationship with an animal that you really wanted, number one. <laughs> True. And, and number two, you didn't really expect to ever spend time with her, but that investment that you made for that dog to be become a part of your family really transitioned how you even related to her. Right. I think it's spending time. Mm-hmm. And that time that you spend, I really learned from her how to sit back and, and listen and be quiet. And uh, being energetic and being <laughs> wound up most of the time, as Deanne would tell me, I really learned from Zoe. Be quiet and sit back and watch and listen, and you can learn a lot. So I became a better listener with mm-hmm. my people at work. 
yeah. and with my family. And I think I really, it was kind of a neat, that connection with Zoe was very unique in mm -hmm. a way, and it drew us closer together. Yeah. Well, and isn't that interesting how God works with us? He doesn't want us to change. He created us to be energetic and to have a purpose and so forth. Those subtle changes around the edges just make you even more like him. Right. Very mm -hmm. much so. And, you know, God is love. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we all, we learn that and we know that. I think the open door that uh, I always call it the open door that God gives us is that opportunity to love unconditionally others around you. So I think Zoe was a, a great help in that. And I think I was learning it, you know, much earlier with our other dogs too, with Shelby and, and with Casey. But it was really evident through Zoe that, that there is a, just this unconditional um, love and connection um, with others around you and understand all of us as Christians understand God is love. Mm -hmm. Well, Bill, not only have you brought that kind of passion to your work and family life, you've also brought passion to your volunteer interests as well. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, we're, we're blessed. Meg and I are blessed actually to be together and as uh, board members for Hill Country Daily Bread mm -hmm. Ministries, which the connection from the food service side was, was easy um, and mm -hmm. helping provide for families that are in poverty and going through it and, and how we can help them with the food side of it. So that's very passionate. And I think both of us are very passionate in that regard and mm -hmm. helping others around us and serving those in our community around us and Agnes and the team and David at Hill Country Daily Bread Ministries are just uh, what a blessing to those mm -hmm. around us and, and who we serve. So we were lucky in, uh, to do that and, and continue to have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also with our Bernie ISD and the, and the school district and particularly the football team and the athletic programs there, the basketball team, and been very engaged with them for many, many years. I was blessed to have uh, two of our sons play athletics and sports and football, was able to work with the team and, and the coaches in, in off season with the seven on seven team with a, a partner of mine. And, and so we worked with the kids and, and it tied back to the ministry in a lot of ways um, with boys, uh, fatherless and boys that we're going through in our mentoring program at Hill Country Daily Bread and opportunities to visit with the team. And, and uh, you know, it, it's been a great passion of mine to work mm -hmm. with those boys in, in athletics and the connection of, and we call it playing for a higher purpose. Mm -hmm. And so the boys got to learn a little bit more about uh, God and our connection with God and how it relates to them in athletics and in life. You know? That's so cool. Yeah. Bill Fisher, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show with us today and to learn about your fun dogs and how they've influenced you in your walk and your business walk and your volunteer walk and your family walk. Well, thank you, Meg, so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I think this show is absolutely wonderful. And, and uh, it's just neat what you're doing and, uh, and the connection that keeps us passionate about what we do, too. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, before we close, I have a thought to ponder, and that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. And it really makes me think a lot about, Bill, what Bill has shared with um, us today because he's a perfect example that God doesn't want to change us. He wants to make us more of who we are. He wants to enhance our nature and by creating those subtle changes so that others can see God in us and his love and his care. It's so meaningful for each of us to ask God, what subtle changes does he want me to make and work with me to make? so that I can become more like the person that he's created me to be. I'd love to hear what you think after pondering, so send me 
your thoughts at stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us today. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site. If you have a neat story about God and your dog, send an email to stories at godandourdogs.com. Follow us on Instagram at hashtag God and Our Dogs or on Facebook or LinkedIn. Please join me next week for God and Our Dogs for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. God and Our Dogs.com. I'm Ashley Pfeiffer, and since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net.